and welcome to episode 90 of Middle of the Road, the podcast. We are flashing back to 2009 to discuss James Cameron's Avatar, and we are doing that without John again, as he is probably MIA for the rest of the month of June. So Ben, Lauren, and I will be discussing this week. Uh, This was my pick, trying to keep with the theme of picking as many two and a half hour plus movies as possible. I think Up will probably be the shortest movie we watch this year of just your picks from that out there <laughs> of all of the picks i bet i don't know i think the mummy was really short how was short was up i think up's under yeah. 90 minutes and the mummy was That's like two hours or, picks or is it film. over oh yeah i guess you're right the mummy be... was longer not by a lot but it was i mean it was definitely maybe up's longer yeah 96 minutes hmm. not bad they have all those technical credits too mm-hmm but yes, James Cameron's Avatar. Is it? It's still. Is it the highest-grossing movie of all time? Still, right? I believe so. Yeah. Worldwide, we should say this would probably be. I think this movie probably showed studios how the world. This. I think this movie is significant in that this was the first movie that just made went absolutely nuts overseas and showed studios the true potential, and they've been ch- chasing that whole world appeal ever since this movie i mean rewatching this film it's it's cameron it's doing what cameron always does is trying to make a movie for pretty much everybody but he does a good job i think still of trying to sprinkle in themes and putting stuff under the surface for people to pick at if they want to but the guy is just interested in making entertaining movies for everybody and I, I have always been of the stance that I think he does so here. Uh, watching it ten years removed, it's a little white saviory. A little, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just a wee bit. But he, I, I think he, he really, for a movie that's ten years old, he is also trying to like the character of Sully. This is for Jake is um he's always trying to be respectful to pandora and the religion and and the way of life hashtag not my sully (laughs) yes it sucks which one is your sully um i'm going with uncharted though brooklyn 99 is also a good one (laughs) and what about scully Scully oh that is scully scully it is scully oh scully okay well there we go it is uncharted (laughs) I'm taking Monster Sink, Sully. I'm more of a Boo fan. <laughs> so I, I, I appreciate he put in the effort that this guy is viewing himself as one of these people and always asking permission of their gods and their people. But yes, it still stings a bit that he's the white guy coming in and saving the indigenous people. I mean, to be fair, so, he's blue when he does most of the saving. I just <laughs> like to point that out. 
we're not going to get into a big discussion about that. It's relevant. It's there. And if he does it again in the four sequels that are supposed to come out in the next decade, uh, then we can give him more shit because he did not learn his ways. I thought the other thing that stuck out that was a little bit dated is how patriarchal, even if it makes sense that this supposedly less advanced society being as patriarchal as it is like, hey, you're a man now, you get to pick your wife, you know, that kind of, it, it, it really felt like it could have tipped over to give Natiri even more agency over the, if this movie was made today, she would have became the king or whatever, queen of the, what I can't think of what the name is for the official leader, but yeah, um, that feels like something that should have happened. The chief, or Right. Yeah, I I don't. Chief would be the what, the ripping off of the Native Americans, not McCully true. But, but I thought he was the chief. I'm pretty sure that he is. But they don't call him the chief, do they? Yeah, there's the chief, and then there's like the spiritual advisor, the shaman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't remember them using those particular. I thought he made up names for all of them. So okay, we got the the kind of social norm things you could complain about this movie out of the way and if you want to talk about it more feel free to but i think what i was re-watching it i i still stuck with giving this movie a solid like four and a half stars even if it feels long but it only feels long because it's like has anybody tried to smash as much world building into one movie as this like it, it feels like it's pushing that even more than Lucas did with Star Wars or Jackson did with the Lord of the Rings films. He he put so much into this movie, Cameron, who also wrote the movie. But I think he does it without as economical as possible. And I I get why he's probably got four more films worth of ideas in his head. I mean, of course he does. There's no substance in this movie. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that no substance thing... There's substance there. I mean, it's anti-military. Yeah, it's there's pro- substance there. You know, he's so against the Marvel movies and superhero things. But when you think about it, he started the live-action Disney thing right here by taking Pocahontas, painting with all the colors of her wind. <laughs> you guys, he he likes <laughs> he likes comic book movies. You guys have misconstrued this about him. He whoa, wanted whoa, to whoa, make Spider Man. What did I misconstrue? No. I, I didn't say anything. I'm he just sitting here. I've heard. No, he you guys. Has fatigue. He wants it to be done. I don't care if he actually he likes the, them. He's oh, I do remember reading that. Like he does. Yeah. He wants the genre to not be as ambiguous as it is, yeah, and allow he wants his it's series of films to be the most important because it's James Cameron. Uh, that's probably not out of the realm of possibility, but <laughs> he. I think he would love if the Hollywood landscape was more diverse than it was now. And I would agree with him. I haven't seen... Ben, is the new Men in Black movie any good? It's okay-ish. Okay. So but you guys keep you seeing all these movies. Where are the reviews on the site? <laughs> but I, I, I'm wondering if this summer is actually going to be like a reckoning for Hollywood and them... Uh, this is where we're going to see that the pivot to more original content starts to come out. I mean, I know Disney's never probably going to get away from what they do, especially after Lion King probably makes another couple billion dollars this summer. But 
everybody but Disney basically is having little to no success with all their reboots and restarts and just carrying on the same franchises as it is. And as it stands, Avatar is an original property right now that is the most successful movie of all time. And I think that's where he's coming from. Yes, he's probably going to... He's, he wants to beat it into the ground with four more movies. But if there was somebody else besides Marvel slash Star Wars that would figure out how to successfully franchise something, which nobody else has shown to be able to do, I would bet James Cameron's possibly, probably going to do it the most effectively. But that's a greater conversation so but this movie avatar i still think it looks pretty damn good 10 years later the effects stand out especially on the close-ups i think there's some group wide shots that little little look a little wonky when you got a bunch yeah, of i think some of the navi standing around yeah, some but, of the green screen is not great towards the end like the very end but the rest of it looks amazing the, the filmmaking the vision that Cameron has, you just see on every shot in every painterly vista of this movie. Um, but let's let Lauren go. Let's let Lauren, I, I think, because I think Ben is kind of in the same camp I am. He's maybe not quite as high on it as I am, but... Um, you would be correct. Lauren, give us something to talk about. Um, well, some... it sounds like you don't want to talk about the things I want to talk about. No, I know I do. I will <laughs> talk about them. Like, 10 years ago, when I first saw the movie... I definitely liked it because it was, like you said, one of the first movies doing what it did at the scale. It's like, it's very pretty. I will give it that. But I don't care about any of the characters in the movie. Like, Jake Sully is, like, just, I'm surprised John didn't pick this movie because it's another dude lying to people, women, (laughs) about his intentions and why he's at a place and we're supposed to love him even though he came in here fully knowing like no good could come of this and like some of these people have to have like a negative inkling towards genocide right not just michelle rodriguez but i guess it doesn't fit the narrative so and you know genocides happened plenty of times before so whatever but i don't know there's just nothing to this movie of substance i would say people i care about is i like Nachiri. I wish we got more of There's Michelle Rodriguez. There's nothing to her character, though. Like, she's just reacting I mean, she's to our... Jake. She is just our tie into this culture that I only care about because they're getting the shit end of a stick. I think Saldana's performance, though, is compelling. Yeah, she's fine. Like, yes. But there's nothing to her character. I mean, she... But she brings... She shows the passion of the people, and she is the... She conveys... Yeah, she's she, the, she is exactly like every other navi or whatever they're called they all have respect for this we, we culture. don't we don't even really he doesn't even really bother to get to know any of the other film which yes well, hold argue, the, we that against the film get time to get to know natiri because it was jake's story i mean yes i wish we got even more with her but i think you're being a little unfair to say that she's just and i think i'm allowed to my slate. own opinion and you can't you, say it's you unfair. are i cared about most of the supporting group like sigourney weaver i thought she was great as kind of i loved how she starts out just kind of absolutely hating the idea of jake being there but then she really turns it around and actually starts to support him i thought her death was actually pretty pretty impactful <laughs> I think Lang, Stephen Lang's uh, so good, character, so good. 
<laughs> well, but he gets, yeah, I don't know. Like, he's fine. He's making a choice, and I think the fact that you're not supposed to like him is helps that get across. But I don't know. Sometimes it feels like he's in a different movie than everybody else with how over the top he is, where everybody else I feel like is trying to be a bit. Uh, Weaver touches on that a little bit as well. Um, she gets plays it the part pretty big. But um, I don't know. I also enjoyed Rabisi. I think there's some conflict in him that sure could be fleshed out more, but it I I appreciate that it's there at least. Like there's that um, that tinge of a tinge of sadness when they do when they start this slaughter, but he also is kind of like yeah, well, but money. it also only came because of a plot like plot purposes because we needed to get sam worthington back into his avatar yeah but i mean there's also i mean they're discussing his job is to make people money i know and he's very one-sided the whole time until he suddenly doubts what he's talking about for no reason because he was fine earlier about it's like oh we can't kill them because it looks bad but we will if we have to that was his stance up to that point i i think there i felt more in him than that and I think he was saying he I was putting he gets on a... rail. He gets railroaded by the military, basically, and he can't do anything to stop it. And that's why he ultimately makes the choice. I mean, is he funding this thing? What control. exactly is his position in this hierarchy? He's like the site supervisor. I mean, he's the voice of he's, the well, it's like, I think, company. I think he's a, he's a scumbag for sure, but it's like it's his his mild hesitance to actually kill the, the Na'vi is, is why... It's like that line that draws, like, it's it separates him from Stephen Lang's just, like, purely hateful character, you know? I don't know, because then, I don't know, they just don't build on it at all. Like, he doesn't stand up to Stephen Lang or anything. That would have been more convincing for me to actually give him some credit. Well, yeah, but he's also, but he, I mean, he's like a, he's kind of like a, like I said, he's just kind of a scumbag. He's not gonna, he's not gonna stand up to some guy who could just, like, stab the shit out of him. You know, he just... I feel like that 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 character's kind of a, a weasel, but not totally like. Yeah, I agree with evil. Ben. Him standing up to him would have felt out of, out of character, but it him, was the path they were going on. What do you mean? It was the natural progression of him suddenly changing his ways. I think he can change. He can have a change of heart without making some big dramatic stand, which I feel like he does. And it's like, and he didn't. It's like he's not completely changing his ways either. He just he. I mean, he feels bad about what they're doing. He's like, this is fucking awful, but it's the job as opposed to Lang's character just kind of wants to kill people. Like he wants he wants this war. I don't get it because he starts the movie just calling everyone savages and stuff. I don't see why he suddenly cares. Well, he was in control yeah. then. He felt like he was in control. He and was I think the it was, one calling the shots. I think it was he, more he talk. Felt like he, he was calling the shots of telling them to run over the guy with the bulldozer. You know, he said he'd get him out of the way. Yeah, and he's, I think it was more talk than anything else, as opposed to... Sure, why not? I, I mean, I agree. It doesn't really... Obviously, the dynamic switches where Lang's character takes over uh, the colonel. But maybe there need to be a better scene where they did have a moment where, I mean, do they, does it, do they have a moment where he kind of talks them down and? I don't think so. Yeah, like I, I mean, that, that that's a scene I would have needed because it's like suddenly he mm-hmm. just takes over, which I get it. He's a big personality. He's the only person here with a personality. So yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I would say, though, I mean, like, yes, I'm, I mean, I agree with you. It would have been great for maybe a little more character depth with almost everybody across the board. But there's enough there for me to go along with what I think Cameron was most interested in. And that's just building out this world of, well, I think building out the Pandora. I mean, it's an endlessly interesting, every 20 minutes, there's a new Which, interesting creature or world or part of the. I'm just going to say it now, like. Don't name a planet Pandora. That's just such a bad omen. <laughs> I, I, it worked for Borderlands. I imagine that's an omen that is not lost on him and that he's probably going to touch yeah, on. Yeah, because he thinks he he's super smart. He probably movies. named Unobtainium as well. As well. well, that was fucking uh, stupid. Clever little joke. Um, Unobtainium is dumb. <laughs> like, that's not clever. That's just so... As, a, as he, someone who loves again, stupid like wordplay, that's dumb. References and his story, he's not trying to make the most complex, deep thing. He he's wants his things to be obvious and that you every kind of viewer can take in. And, I mean, yes, part of that is for the financial windfall that it allows that he can play this movie in any corner of the world. And most people are going to be able to get the broad strokes of this story. There's nothing... It's mostly, yeah, it's mostly like surface to a level. a certain culture here or there, other than humanity and this whole new world that he's creating. And I, I think that's, what, uh, that's like I said, that's why I still say very high on this movie is because I think, besides the film, I think the filmmaking is excellent. I think the action choreography is excellent. Yeah, the final battle was cool. That was when I finally started enjoying myself again. As he moves through the film, I think the script and the editing just, does a great job at like every like i said every few minutes there's something new it's building towards everything everything ties together nicely in a bow here's a question and why uh did they let jake come back into the the group the navi simply because of the sky jellies because he flew the thing though no i'm talking about in the beginning it's like they've had six years of hard times with these humans and suddenly they're like yeah we'll make you one of us why because uh, yeah, it was like a sign. It was like a spiritual sign. Yeah, it's the re- that is the reason they give, and I bought into it. I mean, they're a but she, primitive. She didn't even race. explain it. She's just like, oh, I saw a sign. It's like, okay, whatever. So did. But she's also band. like the number three person in this whole community. Like they're gonna but listen she, to her though, if she says it was it. a patriarchy. Yeah, he, he, it, that guy She's wasn't in number control four yet. at least, and that's only because we don't know anyone else in this group. She was gonna be the new shaman lady, which makes her as influential as important as anybody. I think. I mean, that's I with that rationale, I can roll with Agreed. giving him a chance and seeing what it is. And I think the film actually does a decent job of setting up that the Navi are when they go to the school maybe the scene wasn't in the version you saw do they have do they go to the school and collect some supplies and talk about what happened there in the the, i don't think so because i was wondering why the school shut down while i was watching the movie well in that scene it it shuts down after they they kill natiri's sister after she wait what they kill natiri's sister after she and a couple other people took out one of the bulldozer things. And when they, they came, they come to the school thinking grace will protect them. And they, they, they get killed at the school by some of the corporate dudes. 
And when Grace gets all the kids out, but they never come back after that. This just makes me so more ang- like more angry with this movie. I'm glad that wasn't in my version because it just makes everything even more like why. <laughs> well, Grace also talks to the point of she doesn't she doesn't believe that they came back either because there wasn't much. They learned everything they could from us. So implying that they're interested in learning more about the humans. And I for you that led to me buying into them letting Jake stay with them because it allowed them some insight into him. I don't think the movie follows through on that after that, but in that scene in the beginning, why I let him do that? That's why I could roll with it. So. Another question. Do they understand what the avatars are? Like, do they understand there's a human in there? Because it didn't seem that way in my version. Because, like, at, towards the one, the end, the soon-to-be new chief dude was like, it's a demon or whatever. Yeah. There's just so much clarity I would have loved to have had in this movie. I agree. That's not terribly clear. Because I think the Tatsu or whatever his name is, when he does, he's like, look, it's a demon in a false body. I think you could just as easily play that into he's trying to just scare people with what's happening. But I would have to believe Grace would has explained to them what they are. But yes, it'd be great if that was a little more clear, but that's not a deal breaker for me. I just want the scene of Zoe Saldano waking up with just a dead body of Jake next to her. Cause it's like, if I'm assuming they had to know or else that would have been the biggest freak out scene that we didn't get to see. And I would have loved it. Like her, just With, like, like the first up in the night he slept in the hammock mm-hmm. of the tree. Yeah, and he, like just because he was eating breakfast with everyone, so you have to imagine he was just a corpse for a very long time before coming back to the Avatar. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean they they kind of play out that he is in there all the freaking time. Like they're saying he's doing like sixteen hour days mm-hmm. at one point. So, I mean, yes, you would figure in those ninety plus days the movie takes place over, there would have been a moment where. He didn't get back in time to wake up or whatever, but maybe they're just very respectful of sleep. Um, people <laughs> sleeping in their pods, then they're not going to disrupt them. Another thing that bothered me with this movie—not enough to like—it's not my an actual complaint, but it's like I'm pretty sure he just took dino noises from Jurassic Park. Because there were so many noises, well, he, it's like I swear I've heard that one before for the like the creatures. <laughs> oh, well, a lot of like um, dino roars and stuff. Yeah, they had the cool little, whatever their, like, external, like, they had the breathing hole. All the animals had those breathing yeah. holes. Those are some interesting Yeah, that was cool. Sounds, but I agree. It does, the character design also seems a little same-ish across the board, how everything is kind of, mm-hmm. like, like, you could tell we didn't quite have fur technology <laughs> down. That's why nobody has it yeah. in this movie. But yeah, that was that was one little complaint of the technology not quite standing up to today's. Fire even didn't look. We, we hadn't quite figured out fire yet for some reason, I don't think. The, scene, the night scene where he's scaring away the little dog-like mm-hmm. things. The CGI and the fire was one of the few things that I thought aged really weirdly. But then like the scene before that where he had jumped in the waterfall and he like pops out and the water's like beating on his face i thought that looked incredible still yeah we don't need fire anyway because it the movie it kept making me think of you know those shoes little kids have that light up when you walk mm-hmm. that's all oh, i yeah. could think of with this things it's like next movie we're gonna have wheelies <laughs> but yeah it was definitely a pretty universe and i appreciate the aesthetics but i wanted more from the story 
again, I, I, I would have to say part of, if you ask Cameron is he wanted to, he would say, I wanted a basic kind of story here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to th- introduce this world and then hopefully I get to make more of these. And yeah. And there was stuff I did appreciate about the Navi culture. Like the, at one point they said something like all energy is only borrowed and one day you have to give it back. It's like, I definitely, mm-hmm. there's stuff there to the universe. I can believe, agree that he did world building. I just want better characters. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get those characters in the four movies yeah and like later it is four i looked it up yeah so the one part when he comes back he says i needed their help and they needed mine why did why did the navi need him yeah i agree there like why could nobody i guess the argument again but then this plays into like the white savior savior angle like nobody could see he could see that their culture was going to keep them from being able to move past like you know they're just gonna gear up to fight in a futile battle with these guys mm-hmm. and he brought and grenades yeah, they, yeah <laughs> and a machine gun yeah. that he didn't share with anybody no and they're his i guess his strategy and stuff again but again that falls under that those are the parts of the white savior route that just don't feel great yeah the white savior thing i definitely like i agree that it, it definitely is pretty it's like it's there and it's not it, it's present the whole time but i also i think this is a tried and true story like i can't give it points story-wise for originality but it's it's a good one you know this guy you know comes in joins this culture that's not his own and eventually decides to to be a part of it and to protect it and i i the story itself is not great the characters themselves are not great but everything is enjoyable for the most part and it's elevated further by the visuals and the world building that Cameron has implemented. And that's why I'm excited for these new ones, because he's taken like, what, it's going to have been like 11, 12 years before we get these new ones. That's going to be amazing, I think. What happened to Michelle Rodriguez's character? I can't remember. She got blown she up. She got blown up. Yeah. Okay. Have you guys seen the cast and like all the characters that are returning and stuff and all that? Like, No, no I've had no interest in the next movie, so. I'm. It's weird. Uh, I'm excited, though. Well, anybody that died on the planet could technically be connected to the mother or whatever now. Right? Yeah. Technically, right? Because I've heard Sigourney like Weaver's it, yeah. coming back, so I imagine that's the capacity she's going to be. You could always do flashbacks. Well, no, she said, she said she's not playing the same character. What? Oh. Okay. So, well, but it could still be her, but like... In a ro- no, they couldn't have built robots. They don't know how to do that. <laughs> I oh. don't know. I was actually like, curious to see if the other ones, if the sequels, if he parcels down the runtime a little bit to, because he doesn't have to do as much world building. But I imagine he's going to be building out different parts of Pandora that we have how, barely seen. How long was this version that you watched? It was only like 14 minutes. It was like closer to three hours. It was under three hours still, though. Oh. It was like 14 minutes of added footage, and most of it is in the beginning. Like half of it is like you, you're on Earth for the first five minutes of the movie instead of jumping straight to the. Yeah, I was gonna say I did never. Th- the space, the that'd the be spaceship. cool. It would have been cool to see Earth at all, like just because at one point Jake's talking about how humans destroyed their planet, blah blah. blah. It's like, yeah, it would have been nice to have seen it. It just shows them in a city space, like a giant over run you don't see like the earth scorched or anything it's just Mm -hmm. like a 
Blade Runner-esque city environment, and you see his apartment before he goes. Why exactly did they need an Obtanian other than it was rare and made you rich? Like, what were they doing with it? I'm assuming it was an energy source, right? Is, What's, what else is the point? Or some I don't very know. It could have been, like, adamantium. Yeah. <laughs> the Actually, what I find interesting is, like, in today's, like, that wasn't actually a weird... 10 years later thing the fact that grace and the scientists discover that there's like this interconnected web of da 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 would have been like in today's environment that would be a billion times more important than (laughs) some sort of fossil fuel thing that like the idea that you could find a way to connect and possibly control everybody in on a planet would be it's like a tech techie silicon valley dream i would not be surprised at all if that becomes the human if humans are coming back to pandora to in these sequels if that's not the reason why it's not about unobtainment anymore it's about the connection of the planet and what the possibilities of that are if he's updating it for our times they're coming back for those lizards that spin around when they get startled (laughs) well that what is what is that (laughs) visuals it's it's so (laughs) stupid though it's like what is the point of that those lizards are what is the evolutionary function of spinning just like your predator is so like oh look how cute it is it's stupid they're not gonna eat me now maybe it's scary (sighs) to the james cameron you're stupid (laughs) um did you have um such uh, angry opinions towards James Cameron 10 years ago when you saw this movie? No. No? Okay. No, I didn't know how big of a dick he was back then. <laughs> Has... What, have you watched any other Cameron movies in recent years? Um, it, I mean, have there been I guess Alita doesn't count. No. Yeah, I mean, um, just like uh, like any rewatched any of his older ones. Terminator uh, 2 or I Aliens. I don't think or, so. No. I, f- I feel like I've Titanic? Watched... You haven't put a Titanic rewatch in there? God, God no. Oh, Titanic Terminator is such good, a great movie. What are you good, talking about? It's but I don't about? want to be depressed. Terminator no, 2 and Aliens are like two of the best movies. I'm medicated ever. enough already as is. I don't need Titanic on my conscience again. <laughs> it's a bummer to me that we've had to wait so long for him to make another movie. But that was basically the same length of time between his last two movies too. So no, that's yeah, that's the kind of thing he just he'll like he'll make a movie that makes like a billion dollars. Then he'll like take a break for ten years and like start working on something else, and then he'll release it and make another. Oh yeah, I mean, he's dollars. probably down yeah. there in submarine, still digging at the Titanic and stuff. <laughs> and he wrote Battle Angel. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. going to direct it so for that, a while. That does count then. Yeah, it's him putting his ideas out there. I mean, there. it was an adaptation though, so. Yeah, that's but that true. was something he really, really wanted to do, but then he was just too busy with the Avatar movies. See, I would much rather have a sequel to that than this. Um, I would agree with you. I think the Avatar movies are going to still be good, but I would agree with you that I'm much more interested in seeing that more of that world than I am of Pandora. Did that make money? Did did Alita? Like, I think it basically it maybe broke even. So I don't. I mean, know it prob- I don't know how well it did here, but I feel like that was one of the movies that did well overseas. Unsurprisingly, it did. That, that's, but I still think it probably. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it didn't it make enough was a to. Film, so to budget one hundred seventy, box office four hundred four. Nice. 
Yeah, so. but I don't think that 170 is probably accurate. And plus marketing and stuff. For a movie well, that I they... I mean, it wasn't yeah. marketed that much. <laughs> yeah, but I think it was marketed over years, though, too, at the same time. It's like, it was supposed to come out for so long. One of those kind of yeah. things. But I would love to... I mean, James Cameron, if he wanted to, he could he could fund and make more if he wanted... If You know, like, it'd be cool to see if they ended up doing more. I guess maybe it's one of those weird things if it seems to be gangbusters. It, it's a movie that I think will really find an audience, too, post... Once people actually got to see it. In the, at home so maybe it will make money and some more money and they'll feel that they can get squeeze some more dollars out of that what does anybody have anything else to say about avatar whether it's good or bad just want to say screw jake sully for finding a new prettier bird to fly on and just abandoning <laughs> the one that he formed a life bond with no he's gonna go back to that one he yeah. said oh, the guy free. yeah it's like oh like i still love you i'm back here now i'm such a great dude i saved everything blah blah blah. he said you're not again. gonna like shut this. up jake sully he told him you're not gonna like this yeah. but i gotta it do doesn't it doesn't make it okay you're not gonna <laughs> like this but i'm murdering you now he didn't murder him didn't murder no him. i'm just extrapolating out from your you're not gonna like this doesn't make a situation okay <laughs> oh. well it's like he 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 needed to have the the bigger one for that message yeah so. he needed to come in on his giant white savior boat <laughs> i don't like him and i don't want more movies with him <laughs> well hopefully he dies in the next one then maybe he'll get to go see the yeah it's been like this movie because it had rogue one in it yeah <laughs> i did i really did she was really good i was really bummed we didn't get more i i don't i like michelle rodriguez and basically everything but the fast and furious movies it's really weird <laughs> and she that's the thing she makes the most of which is disappointing hey man she was great in resident evil she had a decent part in what was that movie with kate beck or kate uh bosworth it's about surfing oh blue crush or something yeah like that. i think that's it she's she's just good i think the bigger the bigger problem with her also in the uh fast and furious movies is that she's usually in a scene with um vin diesel which is never yeah. a good thing <laughs> she's also one of the reasons i really want that alita sequel because yeah, she was wasn't she, she be, the one in the flashback yeah she was the yeah she was another angel whatever you want to call it that's gonna do it for avatar next week we are doing pixar's latest release and apparently last sequel for a while toy story 4 we're all gonna learn to love or be terrified by forky <laughs> is that his name is that actually its name yeah i think so that's awesome it, if a child name it, it, yeah, it probably is bonnie named some forky Full disclosure, I haven't seen Toy Story 3 since, like, it just came out on Blu-ray. Because you're terrified of being a And I haven't seen it in theaters, so... And I haven't seen the other two since Toy Story 2 came out on DVD, so... It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a long while for me, too. I should rewatch them. Toy Story 3 is definitely gonna be in my top 15 of the decade, probably. And we'll see if Toy Story 4 has a place alongside it. I can't imagine it. You can't imagine it topping that the finale of that movie which borderline destroyed me both the fiery pit and the goodbye to andy scenes i just remember um buzz lightyear speaking in spanish <laughs> that was good too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so good and keanu reeves is in this this is the summer of keanu so well mm -hmm. not not only that but it's got key and peel like i just that's a comedic duo i'm excited for 
So Toy Story 4, that's our next episode. <laughs> I'm just going down the IMDb page and Betty White is playing a character called Bitey White. <laughs> yes. Oh, Bitey It'll never White. top her greatest role, which is the old lady in Lake Placid. Just saying. <laughs> Mr. Pick or oh, Mr. Prickle Pants. That's a weird one. Oh, he was in, he was in the last one. Yep. Go see Toy Story four. And until then, I'm Zach Goldenberg. You can find me wherever you can find at Zach Goldenberg. You can find us on Twitter at Middle of Row, and you can find us at middleofrow.com. Rate and review wherever you get this podcast. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Twitter and Letterbox at the Grigsby Bear. And you can find all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. And I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees. And you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. Thanks for listening. Go watch Toy Story 4. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the road.